0: Welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, and welcome back to the Silk Digital Marketing Mastery Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, then welcome. I'm your host, Sam, and today you are in for another guest episode. I'm really enjoying bringing these guest episodes. However, I do love my solo apps, So I want to ask you give me some feedback. What kind of topics are you interested in hearing a bit more about? Is it the mindset? Is it typical uh, topics in marketing or just business in general? And are there any guests that you would be excited to hear me chat with? Because I mean, I am very much selfishly interviewing. Actually, I don't like to say interviewing. I have been speaking to a lot of business owners and yeah, female entrepreneurs in the industry that I am connected to or I just look up to. So I am also super open to having anybody really on the podcast that really aligns with anything around mindset, business and marketing because I'm all for meeting and connecting with new people in those fields. But if you are really enjoying the podcast please, please, please go ahead and share it on your socials because honestly, I think it really helps obviously get more visibility on the podcast and share this goodness with other people who might need to hear it or be interested in listening to. So go ahead and share it on your Instagram, maybe on TikTok, wherever you're at, and make sure you tag me on those platforms. But... Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Just a little bit of a background a story or intro, should I say, to who today's special guest is. It is Megan. Megan is the founder of Six Rays Co. Now, Megan is super inspiring because she's actually a single mama of six kids, six beautiful children, and she is thriving with her business, Six Rays Co, which you should definitely go check it out. We will talk about what it is and what she sells in the episode but she's launching a, a super exciting well she has launched a super exciting new product should I say by the time this episode comes out which is super cool but Megan as I said she's super super inspiring which had all things about how she manages being a single mom with six kids and also building up the business of her dreams so without further ado let's get into today's episode <laughs> Welcome, Megan. I'm so excited to have you on today's podcast so everybody can get to know you a little bit better. Please share with us who you are and what your business is.
1: Yeah. Hi, I'm Megan and I own Six Rays Co., which I named after my six kids who I like to call my six rays of sunshine. And Six Rays Co. is an e-commerce store and I sell essential oil products in particular. Yeah, essential oil diffuser is my best-selling product.
0: I love that. And how long have you been in business for, give me a bit of a, I guess, background info as to your journey in like starting the business.
1: Yeah. So I've actually started my first business when I was 22 um, and I've had a few businesses, but I didn't start my e-commerce store until in COVID in 2020. So it's been three years now, just actually just had our third birthday. So it was October the 16th that we launched And yeah, I pretty much started my Instagram account one week before launch day and built the website on the day and here we are three years later.
0: That's amazing. Well, happy birthday too. (laughs) That's such a milestone and like, I feel like very much six, six rays on the 16th. That's so cool. With? like selling what you do and starting an e-commerce business, like how did that come about? What was it, you know, did something happen during COVID that you were like, okay, I need I need something to do or was it more so like you'd always wanted to have this kind of business model?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I'd always loved small business. I'd never really seen myself in e-commerce. I didn't really know anything about it. But at the time, I was really struggling, to be honest. I was really lonely during lockdown. I was with my kids And, you know, it was really tough, but I didn't have anyone to talk to. And I just, I wanted community and I wanted something to give me hope in a situation that otherwise felt. Quite hopeless, And I felt like there was probably a lot of other women, especially mums who were struggling at home with, you know, homeschooling and things like that at the time as well, who would also resonate with what I was going through and want to connect to. So it kind of started from that. And then really just the fact that I was using essential oils at the time is what really led to that product. Otherwise, it could have been anything, to be honest. It was never yeah wow. about a product. It was more about the sense of community that I was looking for and to yeah find something positive In a
0: tough situation. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's so nice that, you know, you've looked to start a business because of community. Most of the time, like, you don't hear, oh, I mean, I feel like I haven't heard that a lot in business. It's more like they want to help people or something, but you're actually looking for that community during a time that we were really, you know, disconnected. And when it comes to, I guess, the deciding factor on your product, like, I know you said that you were using. Um, essential oils but you know how how did you go about like i suppose researching and knowing like how to find you know manufacturers or like the actual product itself
1: so i was using essential oils uh sort of like as a part of self-care routine things like mm. sleep and perfume blends, and all sorts of things, and the product actually that I started with is not even what I sell anymore, and they were just these empty glass bottles that people use to pour their own essential oils to create their own different unique blends, and I love rose gold, and I was buying these online, and I could only find these you know, roller bottles with gold tops. And I was like, I just, you know, I love rose gold. I want some rose gold ones. It started there and yeah, I took a bit of a risk and I didn't even order any samples before I ordered my first product, which I wouldn't necessarily (laughs) recommend. (laughs) Yeah, but since then it's definitely grown a lot and we've left that product range behind and moved on to bigger and better things. And I think definitely would recommend doing your research and getting samples before selling a product though. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I do love though you obviously there was something missing in the market that you wanted and then you're like well I'm gonna make myself because I can't buy it
1: people must love rose gold as well was kind of my theory and yeah. yeah but I I think I just wanted to yeah use essential oils and connect with other women who were also using them for the same reasons that I were um you yeah know.
0: yeah beautiful and I suppose to where you are today what do you believe has really like been a you know, big- contributor to get to you like three years into a business that you started with you know ordering with a big bunch of without even getting samples that like you've come such a far away from there and what do you think has yeah led you here
1: I think probably two key things one would be like my overall mindset I'm very much like a big dreamer and Mm -hmm. I do anything that you want in your life like if you if you can dream it then you can do it as long as you're willing to do the work but then the other thing is being willing to learn and change yeah being like I want to sell this one product that's it. Instead of being like, you know, I have this vision for my brand and what it's going to be and the impact it's going to have and being willing to change with that. And also, yeah, to constantly be learning. Um, I definitely didn't have any marketing skills. I I can say that. (laughs) And being willing to learn that is definitely super important.
0: Yeah, for sure. Especially for growth. And obviously that's been a huge You know, contribution to where you are. When it comes to your marketing, obviously being, you know, a marketing podcast as well as mindset, what has some things that you have, like, I guess, tried and tested and what's worked for you in terms of like your digital marketing?
1: Yeah. So when I first started, I basically just created an Instagram account. I think I had maybe five or 600 followers when I launched my um, website. And that was all I did for quite a while. I didn't do email marketing, I didn't do ads, nothing else. And it did work for a while. And I think especially at that time, there was a lot of organic reach there with Instagram Mm. to a point where I actually was going backwards and I wasn't making the sales that I had been previously making and I wanted to be moving forward. So I had to look at what other marketing platforms I could use. And I did try a little bit of everything. Like I had a look at Pinterest. I had a look at TikTok. And I realized that I couldn't do, as one person, I can't do, you know, six different platforms and do them well. So I decided Mm -hmm. to and to not just do them, but also to learn how to do them well, to, you know, whether it was watching YouTube videos or like we worked together for a little while and you helped me with my and not just doing it, but actually learning how to do it well. So I use email marketing, Facebook ads and Instagram at the moment and that's all I'm really doing. And I would definitely recommend... You need to do more than one thing, but don't try yeah. do everything at once
0: when you're one person. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It can be so hard, and I mean, it can be so easy to get ahead of ourselves, thinking I'm going to do everything at once. But yeah, I definitely agree with kind of staggering and and doing what you can, you know, very slowly and and doing it well. What would you say your favorite platform is? Like results and all of that, you know. Aside, your favorite one to like kind of either create or navigate or learn.
1: Yeah, it definitely used to be Instagram, but Instagram has changed so much from the long captions to um, <laughs> a lot to do with video, which I haven't loved as much. Definitely at the moment, it's email marketing, which is pretty funny considering that I didn't do email <laughs> the first two years of my business. Yeah. But I love the ability it gives you to tell a story and to have more longer forms of writing. I love that it's free. <laughs> And that, you know, your email list is yours. So Instagram, you see all the time people losing their accounts and things like that. And you know, that's not going to happen with email. So that's my favorite at the moment.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's Me too. I feel Instagram is a bit like uh, on the out. It's changing, but yeah, email's fun. And I think, you know, especially like you said, if you like telling longer stories and that writing element, then um, it's a really great platform. Do you have any recommendations or where would you go uh, like to essentially learn how to, you know, I know you mentioned YouTube before, but do you have any other like suggestions of places people can go to and like, you know, grow and increase their learning across those different platforms.
1: YouTube also podcasts the whole first couple of years of my business. All I did was listen to podcasts nonstop, whether I was packing orders or making dinner. And, you know, I would even sometimes listen to the same podcast over and over just to make sure I got every single bit of information <laughs> out of it. And then it's not just about learning. It's about implementing and and seeing what works so if you do learn something on a podcast straight away go and try that thing but then also don't be afraid to put your own spin on it or you've tried it and you've seen the elements that work and you take that out and do that next time but alongside other things that you think might work for you Um, because everyone's coming from I guess their own opinion and also their own business which might be different to yours and they also Mm. customers so don't always expect that thing that worked for someone else is definitely going to work for you
0: yeah that's great advice and and I completely agree with actually taking the action because we can tend to just try and learn everything and do all this learning 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 but then nothing's actually happening because we're not doing it
1: (laughs) and like be afraid to fail I think that's the thing as well there's been plenty of things that I've tried you know or you post a reel and no one looks at it and you (laughs) I spent two hours creating that yeah. post one that took you two minutes and it, it, you know, it goes off like it's crazy. So don't be afraid of getting it wrong. Just constantly learning from everything that you try.
0: Yeah, I agree. It can be tricky to get like, you know, um, caught up in the results of things and like, you know, uh, put ourselves down and almost like give up in a way because it hasn't performed as we expected. And what would you say your biggest challenge has been like in growing the business?
1: I think for me, it's consistency. So as a single mom, life often gets in the way. Things come up with my kids and I might have to pick them up from school because they're sick and things like that. And it can be really hard when you just have so many things on your to-do list and you know that if you're not marketing and you're not putting content out there, then no one's going to be buying because no one knows that you exist. So I think it's really important, first of all, to always prioritize You know, your marketing every day and when you sit down to start your day, you need to think about like, what is the number one thing that I have to get done today and do that before you do all the little tasks, but also just accepting like where you're at and that sometimes things are going to come up and maybe you didn't get all your posts out on Instagram that week. I know that for a lot of people planning ahead and scheduling your content can also be really helpful. For me, I don't do that very often. I just, it's just not how I work well. Um, But I do try and do it first thing in the morning. Yeah.
0: I like that because, yeah, not everything works for everybody. Like like you said, scheduling can work for some people and it can't for the others, but you've got like a different approach that works for you. And I like that that's, yeah, the, you know, idea that you take is just finding what works for you and making it fit into your life, especially when you've got six kids and juggling a business. And like, how do you balance all of that.
1: Yeah, it definitely is a lot. Um, I think one thing that I really prioritise is taking care of myself. So I always go to the gym first thing in the morning, no matter how many things I have on that day, even if I think I have more tasks to get done for work that I could possibly ever get done, I'm not going to not go to the gym just to make that extra time to work because I know that when I'm healthy and I have taken care of myself, that I'm showing up to the best of my ability and I'm actually going to get way more done. So definitely prioritising myself, just being easy on myself and giving myself grace when things don't go to plan. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, you definitely have to be quite organised. And then also just like knowing what to prioritise. So I think often in business we get hung up on all these little tasks or even just expecting things to be perfect and instead of spending hours rereading your email and changing the side of, size of a photo and things like that just put it out there like get it out there imperfectly it's so much better than um, not putting it out there at all
0: yeah what do they say like done is better than perfect right I
1: definitely agree with
0: that. <laughs> yeah it can be hard to um like follow through with that though when it is our own business and our own work and we can be so hard on ourselves
1: I think the thing is that you will notice every single, like if you do a taiko or anything like that, you're going to notice that, but most people don't. Or even if they do, they don't think anything of it because they, you know, get things wrong themselves. So
0: Yeah, that's so true. Everyone's human, right? (laughs) Do you find that like along your journey, that mindset has been a big factor?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think both having like a really limitless mindset and believing that, anything is possible. That's definitely a massive thing for me. Um, I think Mm. as a single mum of six, often I get stereotyped into this little box of who I am and what that means for my life. And it would be easy for me to sit here and be like, well, I can't run a successful business. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough support. Life is too hard. But I just don't think that's true. And it's not the life that I want to give to my children. I don't want Mm. that it's their circumstances in life that will define who they get to be and that actually they can choose to be whoever they want to be, no matter what has happened to them or what is going on around them. It's all about making that choice and working towards that choice. So definitely that mindset of believing anything is possible. Yeah massive
0: thing. I love that. That's so inspiring, especially for your children to see their mom just like giving it her best shot and doing literally what you're dreaming of doing, like living in up to your dreams. And I think, yeah, you'll be you should be so proud of yourself because I think kids definitely absorb. I mean, I'm not a mom, but I can tell like they just absorb and they are like you are their role model. And yeah, I think it's so inspiring. So yeah, definitely you should be so proud of yourself.
1: I do try and include them in things. I recently had a third birthday flash sale and we were all just gathered around my computer watching the orders come in. I think we had like 80 people on the website in the first couple of minutes. They're all just sitting there and my computer's, you know, having notifications go off and it's like they are just seeing the possibility that life holds and I love that. I'm giving that to them.
0: Yeah. That's so cool that they were all getting around it, getting excited. You're going to have like six little entrepreneurs one day.
1: (laughs) I love that.
0: (laughs) What would you say like for maybe mums or people that are not using the excuse that they have no time, but what advice would you give them if they are kind of facing that battle of, I don't have time to do this. Life's too hectic.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I think we're all in different stages and there's definitely been stages in my life, especially, you know, I had six kids under six. So there was definitely a time where I was very, very time poor, whereas now my kids are in school and it can be a little bit easier, but we all have some time. Like, are you watching Netflix? Are you scrolling on your phone? Like, I think everyone does have some time. And it's like, even if you can only give one hour a day to building a business, even if it's half an hour a day, it's committing whatever time you can commit, being realistic, but also challenging yourself to put aside some things that you don't need to do, like yeah. Netflix or you, know, <laughs> that you don't need to do. Can you sacrifice some of that for the dream that you have? And whether that's a business or any goal, whether that's yeah. a goal or anything like that and being able to sacrifice a little bit and then commit to whatever time frame that is, even if it's 30 minutes, but doing it every day consistently because over time, you know, you will be able to give more to that project. And like, for me, I was working full-time when I started my business. So yeah, I didn't have hours every day, but I just gave as much time as I could consistently. And then I cut down to part-time hours and then eventually left my job so that I could do it full-time. So yeah, just work with what you have.
0: Wow. So when you started the business, you were working full-time and, and from going to like even making that decision from being part time to full time in your business, like talk me through what that was like and how you like, yeah, kind of pulled the pin on your part time job.
1: Um, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I really so long. I knew ultimately I wanted to just be completely working for myself in this business because it does give me freedom and it means that I can show up for my kids when I need to. I can attend school events and things like that, and I can be flexible, which is really important to me. So. I knew that that was the ultimate goal, but also, you know, it's just me. I don't have a partner. There's no one backing me. If I can't pay the rent, no one's going to pay it. So it's really scary. And um, for a long time, I kept putting it off. So I cut down to part-time, maybe like six or nine months into my business. And for a couple of years there was just working part-time and being like, maybe next year or maybe next month. And then a few months ago, I reached this point of just feeling like so burnt out from trying to do everything and feeling like I actually wasn't doing anything well. Like I wasn't showing up to my job giving 100%. I wasn't showing up for my kids 100% because I was stretched in too many different directions. And I realized that I was Mm. never going to feel completely confident to go all in on my business and that I just needed to do it. And that by doing it, I would create the time and space to bring in the income that I needed to bring in. So yeah, I pretty much just made the call. And a couple of weeks later, I found myself full time in my business. And like, look, it hasn't been perfect. And we've had ups and downs, but I haven't regretted it for a second. And I'm so excited for like what the future will look like now that I can give it 100% of my time.
0: Yeah, so exciting. It's like such a big opportunity, because I'm sure you felt like once you left that part-time job, like being full-time in the business, it would have just been a huge weight off your shoulder, whether it was, you know, with the highs and lows, it's still super exciting, the opportunity.
1: Yeah, scary and exciting. I mean, we <laughs> am happy to admit that I feel fear, but I don't think that business is about not being afraid. I think it's about being afraid and then choosing to do the hard thing anyway. And that's where you learn and grow.
0: Yeah. But that's where it pays it off, isn't it? In a way, whether it's you've learned something and Failed or you've succeeded and yeah, on to the next. I love that. With your business at the moment, like what is something that you're excited about? Is it like, you know, in the growth now that you are full-time in it? Like what's, yeah.
1: So, For me, um, what I've mostly been working on this year is I had such a broad product range and I realized that I really wanted to focus on one product and one product range and do them really well and become known for it. So I focused in on my um, favorite product, which was an essential oil diffuser. And I worked towards selling out of my other products and going all in on this product. And for months now, I've been working on bringing out my own range of essential oils And I'm so excited about it. Like, I have wanted to do this for so long and for so many reasons held back, fear of like not feeling good enough and... You know, not knowing how to do it and where to source the products and how to make the products, and but you know, I just made a decision that that's what I was going to do, and everything has fallen into place. And I've learned the things that I've need to learn. And I actually just came back from hand pouring my essential oils this morning. Yeah, I've met this incredible woman in business who also owns a similar uh, business in a similar industry who's quite experienced in hand pouring oils. So she showed me all the ropes, and yeah, I can't wait to release them next week.
0: Oh my god, next week I'm so excited. (laughs) I have one of the diffusers that you sell and I'm obsessed. It probably pops up in the back of my Instagram stories quite a bit. (laughs) And I do get people asking, what is that? So yes, I'll leave obviously all your links in the show notes so people can go have a look. But I think by the time this episode is out, your essential oils hopefully should be released. So I'm excited to jump on and see what you've got. (laughs) And so you're hand pouring them yourself. That's like it seems like a huge job
1: job, but I wanted it to be really meaningful and purposeful. Like everything behind my brand is, it's all about, um, it's about the fact that it's not just about a product. Like it's the. Mm. And it's inspiring and uplifting other people. And so, yeah, I just wanted it to, to be really special and not just be another essential oil brand. So yeah, they're all beautifully hand poured and you're going to love them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait. And you mentioned before with, yeah, like the fear of, you know, not being good enough when you were wanting to go into doing this product line. How did you overcome that? Was it something that like, do you have a certain, uh, not to say practice or something that you do when these, I guess, beliefs come up to work through them?
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely spend time journaling or even like I just grab out a whiteboard and write things out. And often it's like, I think it comes down to thinking about like you—you you jump straight to the like, who am I to do this? You know, who am I to release these essential oils? I'm not an aromatherapist. I only discovered essential oils a few years ago. Some people have been using them for 15 years. Maybe they should be the ones creating the essential oils. But actually, how about you turn the um, question around and say, who am I not to? Like, who am mm-hmm. I not? product out into the world who am I not to share my story and inspire other women that you can do something that scares you and you can try a new product and you know you can learn as you go so really just yeah I like to put it out in writing maybe for other people will just be thinking but it's about flipping the script and asking the question the opposite way
0: no that's so cool I've never thought of doing it in that way because often Yeah, it can be something that can be flipped around and actually changing the narrative in a way and asking yourself back is... Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. I'm like, I have to start doing that myself. Yeah. With, I mean, your business and your growth and and creating an e-commerce brand, for people that maybe are in the same scenario or are looking to grow and get into e-commerce businesses and just even having a, a brand online, do you have any recommendations about like... How they can do that?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I could probably talk about this all day. But <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone can build a brand online if you are willing to learn and. know, it's something that you really want. So I would recommend building your business around your values. So, you know, if you value time with your family, then don't build a business where you're working 15 hours a day and be like, oh, one day I'll be able to work less and spend time with your family. Start from day one, building it around what your values are. And then I would start imperfectly. So when I started Six Rays Co, I didn't have branding. I had, and like, I'm terrible at Canva. I'm, I'm terrible at design. Like i have just put that out there and I had a Canva logo. It was not good. My photography was terrible. I had no idea what I was doing, but I have zero regrets starting that way. And I would definitely start that way again. Start with where you're at, start with what you've got and learn um, from there and constantly just invest in learning. And you, that doesn't have to be financially investing. It can be just Using your time and learning um, through, yeah, YouTube and podcasts and books and things like that.
0: Yeah, so true. And um, everyone has to start somewhere, right? <laughs> and I'm sure at the time you loved the logo and like the photos were great. And now it's like you look back and it can be
1: bad until months in, and I started back and I was like, hmm, buy anything from me?
0: But it's all part of the journey, isn't it? <laughs>
1: That people get around your enthusiasm and you're like sharing a story or the story behind the product or the problem that you solve with the product. So sometimes even if your branding or your photography is imperfect, it might not always matter because people connect with, yeah, just that realness and rawness behind what you're actually doing.
0: Yeah, And for you, especially, I know um, with your Instagram, you definitely show up and talk about, you know, obviously your children and your journey and has that been... Or has that been something tricky for you to to do and show up and present yourself online in that way to put yourself out
1: there? In all, all the time, I still have moments of doubt where I go to post something and I'm like, oh, like, are people sick of me talking about this? Do they really want to hear about my life? But then I think, what about if one person sees this real and is inspired by it and maybe they start their own business or maybe they just... Think, wow, if she can do that with six kids, I could try and do this with you know my situation. And that's exactly why I do it. Because if one person can feel inspired or encouraged that, even if your circumstances might be a little bit difficult or you don't have a lot of time because you have a lot of children or whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah, that if it inspires one person, then it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I like that. Because that, it can be very difficult to show up online and put yourself out there for the world to see and and really open up for not negativity but it can be that whole self-belief again comes into play.
1: you' hear a lot about uh the negativity online and the trolls and things like that and I haven't really experienced very much of it to be honest and I think that a lot of the time you will get mostly people that are inspired or encouraged when you share your story and that there might be a few that want to just jump on and say something mean but it's still worth it for the people who yeah, I'm encouraged by what you have to say.
0: Do you think that because you do show up in that way and, um, yeah, just create that, I guess, opportunity for connection that has then contributed to also the business's success?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I've been able to, you know, collaborate with other women in business, um, even encourage them or give them advice on their business as well. And, yeah, I guess had um, people who support my brand because, that it is more than just a product to them as well. So I think being authentic can definitely contribute to business success.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think the direction where we're going to with, you know, video content and TikTok and things like that, that's what people want to see now. It's, you know, we don't we're sick of the, you know, Instagram influencer and the pretty pictures. It's like we want the realness behind the brand.
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a story like mine and being a single mum and things like that. It could just be the story behind the product and how it solves the problem that maybe you had in your life and sharing about Maybe it's a product that helps you sleep and you were so tired all the time and you couldn't concentrate at work and now you can and you talk about that story and other people are going to be like, oh, yeah, like I go to work every day and I, my brain's really foggy. And so it's not even um, necessarily sharing something that's really emotional or deep, which often my story can be. It can mm-hmm. just be more about the product story as well and how it helped you in your life. But, yeah, I think people don't just want a product. They want more than that.
0: Yeah, 100% well it's been so nice to chat with you and i'm so excited to have you on so just for the people listening where can they find you and yeah come connect with you
1: yeah so my favorite place to hang out is instagram so find me at six Rays Co, and definitely send me a dm because i always love to chat um Mm -hmm. At my
0: website. Awesome. Well, I'll leave all the details in the show notes anyway. And um, yes, I'll be keeping my eye out for the launch of the essential oils. So I'm sure that I'll get an email if you're all over email marketing, there'll be a, a launch email. So I'll keep an eye out for that. But again, thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, www.silk-digital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.